Kidding the news. Kidding the news. Kidding the news. Kidding the news. What's the news across the station? We make fun of information. You wait. We hope we'll amuse. Yes. We just love to kid you the news. And down, down, down. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Kidders. The most fun you can have on a podcast. I'm Dale Irvin, and uh, with me are my two fellow kidders, as always, first from the great state of Indiana, the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Hey, I'm just getting my resume together. I understand there's an attorney general position opening. (laughs) (laughs) And the lady who probably will fill that position, the hostess of the Terry O'Brien show, the lovely, the talented Terry O'Brien. Thanks. I was holding out for Supreme Court, but, uh, you know, I was. Did you guys see that women's march over the weekend with the pink hats and all that? I have never seen so many excited pro abortion women in one place since I hacked into Bill Clinton's Tinder. Well, <laughs> well, they're all out there, and hopefully they're all listening, because we uh, we aim to just bring some laughs to your otherwise miserable days. And uh, we're going to start, <laughs> as always, by mocking other people, because that's what we do best. We're going to start across the pond in the lovely country of Wales, where over in uh, in South Wales, a, uh, a, a guy and his wife, David and Michelle Evans, were out dining, and they didn't really like their food. The waiter said, how is it? And they said, well, it's tough and rubbery. And with that, the uh, the chef came out. And uh, Chef uh, Kamrul Islam. And uh, he, 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 he doesn't like anybody calling him tough and rubbery. So he, he was he was shouting and swearing. Then he started swearing at, uh, at David's wife. So David followed him into the kitchen looking for an apology. And instead, the chef took a big bowl of chili powder and threw it in David's face, which just burned like a son of a gun. Shortly thereafter, the chef was arrested for assault and pepper. Oh, you know, this is not going to help their Yelp ratings. That is all I'm saying. No, and and I guess in that restaurant, you know, they play music, and at the time, ironically, it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers, so <laughs> followed by the Spice Girls. Anyhow, I don't know if you guys are going to the uh, Super Bowl, or in fact, will even bother watching it since nobody cares too much this year. But uh, if you're going to the Super Bowl, the average rate for a hotel in Houston is currently about $340 per night. But, but, if you're going to see Punxsutawney Phil on Groundhog Day in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, the average room costs $450 for a night. <laughs> sure, because a, because a groundhog never takes a knee during the national anthem. <laughs> and it's always fully inflated. Exactly. So you, this time, you know, you got your choice, Super Bowl or Groundhog Day. You can either watch a rodent, an oversized rodent look at his shadow, or you can see Punxsutawney Phil. So. <laughs> With fully inflated balls. So there you go. 
Now, uh, gamblers, you know, gamblers are a specific kind of people. And there was a, a guy in North Carolina, Kerry Johnson. He was gambling at the Mardi Gras Casino, and uh, he, he, he ran out of money. So he excused himself from the blackjack table, got up, went to the bank that he has been a, a, a patron of for 40 years, and robbed it. He said, he said he had a gun and a bomb, which seems like a little overkill, and and uh, he left there with about five thousand dollars, which was less money than he had in his account, and uh, jeez, and went back to the gambling table, you know, and uh, so they they found him at his home. He said that he was on drugs. He didn't know what the hell was happening, and uh, now he could get five to eighteen years in prison. Yeah, plus the drug offense. <laughs> I hope he picked a winner. That's all I can say. Actually, actually, he was a little. He was misunderstood when he was talking about the bomb. He was referring to the hand he left on the table. Oh. <laughs> and the teller knew something was up when he walked up and said, "Hit me." <laughs> so did they? So, so, so did they actually? I wonder if they actually deducted the money he stole from his account. I would think they, you know, to be wise, I would do that. But uh, he lost five hundred. He still had the rest of it at home when the cops showed up. So, but yeah, why wouldn't you just take the money out of your account as opposed to stealing it with a bomb in your pants? So, you, you know, it's a really good thing that he had more money in account, his account than he stole. Because otherwise, uh, he would have been subjected to an overdraft. <laughs> and those, those are quite costly. Those can be costly. <laughs> oh. All right. Over in Scotland, they, uh, they were doing a study. You know, dogs are, are very special, uh, special uh, animals. You know, Terry, you, you've had dogs. Tim, you've had dogs. Oh, I've yes. had dogs. Very, very special. Well, now they're finding out that dogs prefer certain types of music over the other. And they, they, through testing, they, they, they tested uh, soft rock, pop, Motown, classical, and reggae. And they found dogs like reggae the best of anything. <laughs> <laughs> My dog Spicoli loves reggae. Really? It, the hardest part about dogs listening to reggae is is because they don't have opposable thumbs, they can't keep the bong lit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it kind of makes sense because you know dogs like like consistency, and uh, there's nothing more consistent than reggae music. It's, it's, you mean monotony? <laughs> No, I mean it's all the same song. <laughs> and and the uh, the Scottish survey did also prove that dogs just like people also hate bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> And that brings us to our final story of the week. And this is just in time for the uh, for the Super Bowl. The fine folks at Frito-Lay, the makers of Tostitos, they have come up with what they call a party-safe bag of Tostitos. What happens is that if uh, after you've eaten the Tostitos and you breathe onto the bag, it will change colors if you if you've had too much to drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what could possibly go wrong? I could just see that. Oh, officer, I've depended on that Dorito bag, you know, whatever. Don't arrest and me. And ironically, if you actually finish the entire bag of Tostitos, you've probably had too much to smoke. <laughs> or if your dog does, and then he starts listening to that reggae, 
then you know something's up. Then you know something's up. Yeah, don't depend on this damn bag. You know, just l- look at it this way: if you have the Dorito bag and you throw up in it, then you're probably drunk. <laughs> and and also, also, if you enter a code that's on the bag, you get you get ten dollars off an Uber ride. So so you got somebody else's back seat to throw up in. <laughs> but you're too drunk to tell the Uber driver where you want to go. So you just end yeah. up, you know, going in circles for hours. Yeah. Good, well, good times. of course, the Uber driver is going to make you make you check whether it was the uh, regular or the nacho cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the nacho cheese stains. You're telling me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all know that? Nothing like trying to get the orange out of uh, orange number 37 out of your auto upholstery. <laughs> or, or your underpants. What did you do? I was just watching porn eating Cheetos. That's all. I don't know. <laughs> I want to go to Dale's house for Super Bowl. <laughs> it's oh, it's not going to be fun for me at all because the the next day I'm scheduled for my colonoscopy. So <laughs> I'm going to get a buzz off a of Gatorade and water on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> Anyhow, our next big holiday is coming up. It's Groundhog Day, and how do you how do you plan to celebrate Groundhog Day this year? I'm uh, planning on protesting. <laughs> <laughs> Just seems to be the thing to do lately. Yeah, put on put on that pink hat, Tim, and march around out there. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, no more six, no more six weeks of winter. We need, we need living, we need living weeks. I think, I think, I think three is more appropriate. Groundhog lives I like matter. That. <laughs> I like that. I was trying to think of something better, but I'm loving this. Or, or I could just keep, you know, drinking. Too. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna that. give gifts. Up. The, the ideal gift for Groundhog Day is, of course, a hog grinder, and uh, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll be passing those out on the street. Anyhow, that's it for yet another week of frivolity <laughs> and fun. We certainly hope that you've enjoyed the time you've spent with the kidders. Tell your friends we're here all the time. So, on behalf of Tim Slagle, Terry O'Brien, and myself, Dale Irvin. Thanks for joining us, and please drive safely. Kidding the news, kidding the news, kidding the news, kidding the news. What's the news across the station? We make fun of information. You wait, we hope we'll amuse, Yes, We just love to kid you the news. And down, down, down.